It's a bit of an emotional one this because our beloved Rhines is jetting off to New Zealand in a matter of days uh, and you'll be staring at the long walls of Raglan by the time this hits your devices. Emotional partly then because I'm pretty jealous uh, but also because you know the Rhines is a pretty special human. Um, so anyway we've finally set up a podcast that we've been wanting to do for quite some time here uh, and JP is the guy that Rhino has always said that he really wanted to make sure that we could interview before going or before Rhino went. Uh, and to mark that occasion, uh, freshly back from Saudi Arabia, um, I don't know if you can call it freshly or not, literally he's only been in the country a couple of hours, um, but as a result of, of Craig coming back from Saudi Arabia, we're also on screen again if you're using YouTube because uh, camera anchor, he's on it, he's behind the lens and he's there on the bingo box. He's getting quite the rep now since his amazing broadcast to the British. Uh, but tonight is subject material is going to be our amazing guest, Johnny Purton. Welcome to Crash, JP. Uh, thank you, guys. Welcome yeah, to Crash, thank, John. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, didn't expect this, but, you know, yeah, why not? Yeah, it's good. Brilliant, brilliant, yeah. yeah. Well, as Tom alluded to uh, earlier on there, John, you've always been really special to me. One of the reasons is, uh, like, I've always, always ridden your board since I was a young lad. Yeah. So uh, I've been super excited to... Uh, hang out here and uh, ask all those questions everybody wants to, wants to know. So, in the coming hour or so, we're gonna find out all about JP's amazing <coughs> life. Mm. Uh, and also your surfing life and some mm. things you Pitsy might, pieces, yeah. yeah, some things you might not have known, like such as the fact you're a great bass player. Oof, oof. Uh, in a band, no less. In a band, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but hang on, that can wait. Yeah. But uh, first of all, bands, yeah. 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 First of all, I'd like to thank JP, Johnny, for his hospitality here. We've had a beer and we've had a curry already. Um, we're here in your amazing factory here in Pencloud, JP Surfboards. It's a great place. How long have you been in here now so far, John? This factory, it's been it's coming up 17 years now. Yeah? Yeah, I've been down here. Prior to this, we were on a mate's farm of mine up in Bishopston, um, Rob Jones. Uh, we were there in a chicken shed. Well, an old chicken shed, um, and uh, yeah, we were there for pretty much 10 years, actually, and prior to that, well, seven or eight years there, prior to that, I was working out of Cornwall, St Agnes, and Newquay. Right. And prior to that was Wave Graffiti, which was actually on this estate, but not was in it? this building. I remember that. We Wave were down Graffiti, the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. So that, but uh, yeah, so that goes way back. So we started that, Wave Graffiti started in... Um, 86. Wow. And we finished in 96. Yeah. So it's that's a decade. The so it's, so it's, like, it's like 35 years of... Yeah, thir yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Prior to so that, right I was working, we worked, I worked with, um, started working at Crab Island with Pete Phillips. Yeah. Mm. And then if you want to go back further, I actually made a board when I was 13, 14. Which was uh, no, yeah, so, no, no, I am lost with them. It's a, so I, it's fifty, it's so fifty seventies, so yeah. yeah, it's fifty plus years. Yeah, nineteen seventy so was when I making. kind of uh, wow made a board <laughs> out of. Well, it's quite a, it's it's a funny story because some people love it the fact of you know yeah. what happened. So at the time, Dave Fryer had a shop. He was the Bilbo distributor in Wales. So, yeah, so Bilbo is. So Bilbo was was obviously Bob Head and Bill Bailey. Bill Bailey, Bailey I think yeah, that's why they yeah. call it's called, why it's called Bilbo because it's yeah. Bill and Bob. Yeah. Ah, right. So yeah. they had obviously their main. The, well, the, know, the Australians main shop. weren't they? They moved to Newquay yeah, and started. So, yeah. And that was the shop Bilbo two thousand, then, wasn't it? Yeah. 
Well, well, no, that that was way that was just reinvented again. I reckon. Right. So I reckon the original Bilbo was literally sixty-three. Yeah. Oh, it was that early. And yeah. at the same right. time, <clears throat> um, what's the name? Uh, so it would have been uh, it was the guys in um, Broughton, you know, um, Tiki Tim. Tiki Tiki originally started in Abergavenny. That's where their factory was originally. Is that right? Gosh. Yeah. And Roger Cooper actually worked for them there. Wow. So you're going back, this is 60s now. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so that's, um, so basically, uh, Dave Fryer was basically like an agent for Bilbo in Swansea. Dave yeah. Fryer was from London. Yeah. Been to Cornwall and then moved up here. Okay. So that's how that happened. So basically, I thought, right, I can't afford a new board. Parents were like, mm, you know. Surfing, what's that? Yeah, no chance. <laughs> what do you think you're doing? You know, yeah. it's like you need to be concentrating on your schoolwork, you know, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So it was like, okay, cutting loans, you know, I didn't, I couldn't have no pocket money, you know, all this, the usual yeah. shit. So it was like, because new boards were only 28 quid. But, but then that 28 quid is roughly. Yeah. Well, 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 yeah, equivalent then to about no. yeah, yeah, well, so exactly, yeah, yeah. So, is it sim a similar kind of yeah, seat, is, like yeah. steeper than a new bike? Yeah, exactly. So basically, Dave got the blank up from Bilbo, no stringer. So somebody said to me, you know, obviously when I was I was kind of learning to surf and surf in Langdon, people, there's a few guys around there, you know, saying, oh yeah, seven foot is what you need, you know, um, blah blah blah. Right, okay. Two and a half inches thick, you know, that's kind of, you know. So, right, got that, okay, blank. Resin, where did I get a resin from? Um, oh, right, the guy you need to see is the butcher, because he does ding repairs behind the butcher shop. No um, way. And that, that old butcher was uh, opposite where I used to live in Mumbles, you know. So he got the resin from him. And this resin straight from boat making, probably, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, you know, sorry. Mm. <laughs> yeah, straight from that. And, of course, where do you get the fiberglass from? The boat chandler, so yeah, it was Ca yeah, yeah. Cambrian uh, house, it was boating supplies, I think it was. Yeah. I can't remember now. You can't, yeah. And they were down in the sand fields. So I went there, got the fiberglass, which was probably 10 ounce, you know, mat, thicker than a doormat, you know. Yeah. So, right, shape the board. Templates. I'm going to tell you, what's a template? Nobody knows about templates. I would, I, there was no boards. I couldn't go, you know, there's hardly any boards around. No computers. No, nobody understands no. Where, what you do. So it was like, yeah, it kind of looks all right. Rounded pin, yeah. Cut it out, shaped it with a surfoam. You know, planers, what's that? Mm. Yeah, didn't know anything about it. Dirt, right, glassing. So kind of shaped the board, glassing, right. Didn't have to know how to wrap fiberglass around it. What's that, you know? Just kind of cut it around. Somebody said he got a rocker in it. Right, so okay, just and a much. bit and a yeah. bit of color. Right, so powder paints from mm. school, you know, mix that in with the resin. Da -da. So that's a resin tint. Yeah, an early take on the resin tint. Yeah. Exactly, and then put a brick on the end of the nose on the on a stand. You know, that was on a stand. I can't remember what I used, but on a stand while the resin was going off to give it some rock on the nose. <laughs> and sanding, it took me. And you know, wrapping it was all sharp edge rails. You know, I mm. sanding took me I don't know three or four days. <laughs> you know, hot coats and things like yeah. that. It, and it is just, this, it was this just sticky. Elbow grease sanding? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. So yeah. it was no bomb electric sanding. The board was then? Kind of. Have you still got it? <laughs> no, no. Probably <laughs> would have gone like pretty you know, yellow. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I, uh, I perhaps, you know, I was only just starting. It wasn't, you know, I kind of 
could surf it, but somebody who could surf, I can't remember his name now exactly who it was. It wasn't Paul Connerby, it was somebody else, I can't remember his name. And he tried, there's a guy in school with me, Chris Jones, I think his name was. He tried it and said, ah, oh, yeah, it goes all right. So that's where it all started. The seed was planted. Yeah, you know, and that was it. So, you know, 13 years of, or 14 years of age. But then it was like, oh, that's a shit board. So how long I need to been, go and buy one now. How long had you been surfing for before you decided just kind to go of, making a just, board? Oh, probably about a year, but it was getting to the beach. I lived in Pennard. Hmm. So, you know, mum and dad weren't going to give me lifts to the beach. So it was kind of, I had a mate that lived in Castle Bay Road that hmm. surfed. Phil Mort, his name was. Hmm. And... Uh, so it was like, okay, leave the board there. Or I didn't have a, you know, it was sort of shared boards. And then we'd, you know, it was Caswell is kind of where we uh, learned to surf. So, you know, Redcliffe, mm. Paradise Lefts, which is around the corner at low tide. <laughs> um, it's, it's such a beautiful beach. It, it is, is, you know, it, I mean, do, do it, you, it closes out, but that's what it does. But when, then, when you're a teenager, do you know you're living on, like, one of the most beautiful beaches in Wales? No, or is it when you sort of, you know, you, just you travel and you get you back? You take it, you know, you're... That view, looking back at Caswell from a yeah. lineup makes up for yeah. the way and it's not changed. Being... it's changed a lot since mm. then, you know. I mean, it was... You could park at the bottom of the Redcliffe. Yeah. The Redcliffe had been built. Right. As flats, and there was a there was a nightclub on the top of it, you know. Obviously, really? I was too young to go there, but... You could yeah. just park in the car park right at the bottom. So all those, yeah. all those like you know, four story like Nordic mansions and all the like the wood cladding and the glass. No, and that, that, none of that was there. No, half of those weren't there. That's just, it was yeah. just a hillside. The house on the beach, which is CK's, uh, he owns that house. The guy's got CK uh, food stores. Yeah, he owns that house right in the front. Right where the big pines are and stuff like that. That was always there. That was there. But, and then behind was a hotel, where the, there's big flats in there. That was the Casbah yeah. Hotel, okay. which right. you might remember. There was a nightclub there and all that sort of stuff years ago. But that's where yeah. I started drinking. Because <laughs> there was a back bar. Which is what we're really here to talk about. <laughs> started drinking there. And it was like, yeah, it was, what was it? I think it was uh, a pound would get you four pints of lager and lime. Glory days. Glory. Couldn't a drink. Pa- couldn't drink straight beer. It wasn't sweet. It was too bitter. You know? <laughs> pound of pints. It's pound of four pint. Wow. Yeah. So can I go I mean, through a couple of the crew yeah. that you're grow- you're growing up with then? So who are like you? Know, so you know, like, do you get into surfing as an you know? Are you a kind of outcast from from your sort of yeah. school friends because you're yeah, all yeah, surfing? Yeah, yeah, or are there yeah, guys yeah. like doing it with you who are like your there childhood was, mates? No, they weren't really childhood mates. Um, and it was I, I kind of. Found not found surf, but it was basically I was you know walk I think I was just walking the dog one day or something I was walking around and I was like I kind of heard about surfing you know what I mean but and I remember coming round walking around the cliff and and Caswell and there was these guys surfing mm. I was mesmerised really yeah I was just mesmerised and going I want to do that yeah I want to do that and my mates were like nah they're not doing that so I kind of found other mates. You know, and it, it we kind of all started surfing together. There was yeah. a bunch of us, you know, but they all kind of, yeah, you know. I was probably the only one out of that out of that bunch of us, which is probably about five, six, seven of us that carried on surfing. Really? Yeah, you know. Yeah. And there was a cup one guy. His name is Ian Topping. He was a builder or whatever, but he was, you know, he was quite good. But he kind of, yeah, they all gave it up. Really? Which is really kind of weird, but it it was. Because it was not, I say it was not cool, but it was like, it was seen as being like, oh, you know, you're messing about with that. 
that? What are you doing? Yeah. You know, you should be playing rugby, football, yeah. or whatever. So the, the, the sort of the scene... The, the stigma was like, it's not, yeah. you know... It's not that, quite like don't this waste today, your, is it? Don't that, waste no. your time. Yeah. You're wasting your time doing that. Yeah. That's how it was seen. You know, parents would sort of say... Yeah, and you, you, must, you must look back now and sort of... I'd buy surf mags, you know, I'd be, I'd be like... buying surf mags and, you know, religiously reading them and yeah. looking at them and going, wow, you know, California, look yeah. at that, Rincon. But you must look back at that now and think, like, <laughs> well, I was yeah. right, I was right to be yeah, doing that. Yeah, exactly, you know? yeah, but I mean, you know, I mean, <clears throat> I was kind of like, yeah, I I was right, in, on what, but it, I was only right insofar as it, it, what it was gave me, Yeah. which it's kind of... It's kind of changed now. People do it because it's kind of cool. You know yeah. what I mean? They, there's a reason why we went surfing, and that was really... It, it was not to conform. Yeah. And an escapism from real life, reality, perhaps. Yeah. Because it was just you and the ocean. And, you know, equipment then was negligible. Nothing. You know, it was like this choice that you got nowadays. You know, I made my first wetsuit. Yeah. yeah, you know things like this. You know, mm. there wasn't a steamer. You know, you had yeah. to have a jacket and a so you just get cold in winter. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you know. Do you have the little beaver tail things as yeah, well. Yeah, that stuff and all those things. And you know, you just like, you know, and it was diving stuff that you would probably pick yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, you know, it was marigolds ever. Yeah. <laughs> did you surf? They're actually colder. Did you surf throughout the winter as well? Hard. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, early spring. Right. And you wouldn't be in long. Yeah. I can remember talking to Linda Sharp and uh, she would tell us being up at Aberavon and, mm. and uh, daubing her like Aaron jumper with oil and then going in for one yeah. wave and then running back out and then like standing by the fire. Yeah, the fire, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's, that's hard. Those, those yeah. days were really hard. You just, wouldn't yeah, they? you just didn't have the equipment. It yeah. wasn't there to be had. So and this last beach fire. You made, the, yeah. made yeah. the beach fire. You made the best of what you had and that was it. So it was like, you know, if you could get something, and if somebody brought something back, you know, now and again, all of a sudden, surfing was obviously growing, or you know, there was this, you know, there was this sort of like, you know, code that was that people would travel around the world, you know. So maybe a Californian, somebody you knew, somebody in California would come over, and he'd bring something over, you know, some yeah. kit. Yeah, yeah. And everybody go, oh my god, you know, yeah. and it's only secondhand stuff. Yeah. But you'd be falling over to get it, you know. And that's how surfboards arrive in Britain. It, 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 well, or really? surfboard shaping, because some of these guys yeah. from California, I think there's a few, you know, there's the, 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 Bill Bailey and Bob Head, Bill yeah. Bo, and then Rodney Sumter, who's worked over in um, the, the Hobie factory. You yeah. know, they're, like, they're bringing this skill into the country. Yeah. They're teaching the Brits how to make yeah. boards, and that's how, yeah. that's how an industry's growing, isn't it? Yeah, so, you know, nothing... We didn't have a good choice back in those days, but mm. it was... And that's why, you know, today it's like it's so easy to, to, to learn to surf. You had stuff then that was, the sh you know, I've got some of those boards lying around here, you know. Mm. And you look at them and go, how on earth? But you you made them surf. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, 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 you surfed. You had to work it out. You know, if it was catching rails, you, you didn't do that turn or you just go straight or something, you know. Yeah. Or nosedive, you just stand on the back and then, you know, and all those things, you know. Mm. So this is, and that's, that's the thing, isn't it? I think that's the thing with you, is that you've been part of the process, which has mm. helped surfing and surfboards, mm. especially in, in the UK. Yeah. Obviously with the help of other boards coming in as well. You've helped yeah. surfing evolve. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And for sure, and, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, there's obviously there's a period where after, after you know, after sort of that, 
leaving. You know, the old man getting me a job and all that sort of stuff, which I didn't know what I wanted to do and mm. all that sort of stuff. And then I disappeared to Canada then and then travel around the States. Mm. Still not, you know, I was trained as a heavy-duty mechanic, which is whatever you want to call it, diesel mechanic. So I used to work on, not oil rigs, but gas plants. Right. Well, the first one, I was working on the Kenworth trucks, man. Hauling hogs, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. But uh, then worked on big gas plants out in, you know, you know that ice road trucker stuff, if you've seen yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. We'd be out in the sticks, you know, mm. and you're only certain times of the year you could go in there. Mm. I mean, I've experienced, you know, minus 45, you know, all sorts of things. And working with your hands in that. Well, we broke down, actually. We were coming back from the camp. We'd been there for 10 days. And we were sitting and then basically you start the truck up, you know, to warm it up anyway. And it's, it's a beautiful day, sunny. It's like, yeah, oh, great going home, you know. Mm. It's probably a, you know, it's an eight, nine hour drive, you know. Mm. And uh, <clears throat> sitting there and the guys come running and they go, jeez, cold up. And I go, what do you mean, you know, minus 30, yeah, whatever. You know, that's really? kind of regular, you know. Jeez, wow. yeah. I'm sure it's, it's, the guy goes, it's minus 45. And it's supposed to be getting colder. And we go, Oh, oh no! It's like so space temperatures. Yeah, you wait for so we wait for an hour for the truck to warm up, which it kind of didn't, but it got warmish, and off we went. And so the double wheels on the back, you know, sort of a service truck, so big, you know, what they call a dually, so driving down the ice road and we're like this, right? And all of a sudden, my mate goes, "We got a flat." I was like, "Oh no!" In fourteen minus. And it was the inside wheel that was flat. So we, did, we had to take it in turns because you had to get your hands in to get the nuts off. And literally, with, you'd, 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 it was like two nuts, even a nut and a half, and your hand would be frozen. You'd have to get back in the car. Ah. I mean, it's like unbelievable. Your breath was freezing, you know, your, your throat was freezing up. I've never seen anything like it. I was like, you know, it's mad. That is hardcore. So does this work? Piss on of... the wall and it wouldn't even get to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So does this work kind of like scare you into surfboards then you go like well, right, I, was just, I was just kind of we were getting so long story short that happened then there was a big recession there oh, I was US. kind of done yeah. with it anyway and I was like we'd, we'd already made uh, plans to go to Oz right so that was the plan but um, Cheryl was pregnant so we couldn't get x-rays so we came back here because we could carry on doing it from here and yeah, long story short, then there was a recession in Oz and there was not enough so placement, so we didn't go to Oz. Okay. So, which was a bit of a whatever. So, it was like, make the best of what I could here. Yeah. And it was like, do you know, I don't want to be a mechanic. I don't want to, you know, as much as I was riding motorbikes when I was bloody 10 years of age and all that sort of stuff, you know, because I, I, my dad was an engineer. That's, you know, that's the thing we did, you know. And I was like, oh. And I was like, even to the point, because I used to paint a lot, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to start painting and sell paintings. And you're thinking, you you in the real world, you know? Yeah. You've got kids, what's the matter with you, you know? And then I kind of went, all right, you know, I just thought, because I, obviously surfing, I was back here and I was surfing and I'd done some repairs on a board and I went, oh, I just, you know, I thought, God, I'll see Pete Phillips at Crab Island, you know? And here we go. And that was mm. it. So then I started helping Pete out and da da da. I was going to say, that was the thing, because my... That was my first recollections of yeah. your work. Yeah. Because it was because my first ever surfboard was it's a Crab Island. Was it? a Crab Island. I think I think if I'm right, it was shaped by Craig Hughes. Yeah. And it, the boards I, I seem to remember that the the board's name was a Phenolic Mega. Oh no, yeah, no, that was the foam. Oh, was it? Yeah. So that was ah, that right. was yeah. So that would <clears throat> would be um, 
surf blanks. Right. Midget Farrelly. Because I don't have the board anymore. Mm. And I can distinctly remember as a kid that, because yeah. I drew my board, you know, I was in maths yeah, and yeah. I drew my board. So it actually used to belong to Brad. And my mum had said, oh, you know, yeah. do you want to start surfing? And yeah. Brad's mum was like, well, Brad's sell it. And I had this yeah. thing. And it was, it was just... You know when you can when you start surfing you can remember yeah. the smells of the the, the yeah. wax and all that yeah. and you bought I mean and that was me yeah. I, I was just wax being a bit wistful there but yeah. Uh, yeah. no I, I mean what was your like real involvement then when it came to Crab Island so basically I ended up you know so I said right okay you know work I started laminating right yeah. so that's in making fins and things like that so I started laminating boards you know. And that was kind of, and then obviously Craig and Terry Glass was another guy. So, so this, this Craig, yeah, they're Australians. No, Craig was actually New Zealander. Right. But he was working out of Australia, out of Aladella, with Bruce Aladella. Heggie. Aladella. So Aladella That's... surfboards. Oh, so no. So Bruce Heggie, that was. That's... Do you know that, <laughs> you mentioned your first surfboy. Yes. Mine was a wave graffiti, so it shows that it's yeah. like generation, you know, the small <laughs> yeah, yeah. generation yeah, yeah. gap between me and Ryan's, right? Well, there's, like, there's a crab island up there, look. So yeah. It's got wave graffiti on it as well. It's oh, got wave right. graffiti on it too. So that was just kind of, that was just post-wave graffiti. Yeah, because the link there is Aladella, because that, and I didn't know for decades what well, Aladella was, because yeah. it was like, I had this, my dad had found just somewhere in the free ads, you know, yeah. like, a, it was a 610, it was two or three inches thick, 20-something mm. wide, it was a big bloke yeah, yeah. who was selling his board, yeah. and my dad thought, like, that's going to be perfect. Yeah. I wanted, like, a little paper, you know, a little yeah. chip. No, no, he said, you have to learn to surf on something buoyant first yeah, and all that, right? That's right. And it was a wave graffiti. It was like a fluorescent pink bottom yeah. and like a yellow top or something. Yeah. And it said on it, wave graffiti, and underneath, Aladella. Aladella, yeah. So, and I didn't know what that was. Yeah. So, there's the, so did you say Aladella Mine on it? did actually say Aladella. Yeah. Said Aladella yeah. on it. Because, yeah, because yeah. basically what happened was Craig was working for Bruce Heggie in Aladella, right? Right. So Bruce had the Which factory. for the benefit of the Craig was a really, town in New yeah. South Wales. Craig was really an artist and, 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 and an old, you know, he was really, really good, you know, at that, you know. His art was amazing, what he could do. Hmm. And uh, he started shaping there. So, and that's kind of how it all, you know, that's the connection between Aladella. Right. Yeah. And Terry Glass was another Aussie guy. He was from the Gold Coast that relocated to Aladella. Um, and he was mates with Craig and they came over here. Obviously, you know, traveling, yeah. find work, mm. blah blah blah. And New, New South Wales teaching old South Wales. Yeah, and it was obviously yeah. you know to see Aussie guys, you know, from what Peter was doing, and no disrespect to Peter at the time, but obviously when they came, it was like no, 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 this is how you do it. Right. Yeah. You yeah. Do it like this. You don't do it like that. You right. Know? I was like, right, wow, yeah, okay. So it was a big, you know, that was a big learning process of, of understanding and I'm a big believer in if you're going to do something you've got to know it from the bottom up yeah so nowadays it seems to be it doesn't really matter but it, I think it does because as time goes on my knowledge about things insofar as surfboards and how they work construction whatever I can tell you hmm. exactly what it is if yeah. there's a problem blah 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 whereas a lot of guys nowadays they won't because they've just oh, I'm just a shaper and nine times out of ten they're on the computer shaping anyway mm. so it's kind of it's all kind of sort of this all been sort of you know cut, you know should we say disjointed or not disjointed that's the right word but should we say it's it's kind of like a separatist sort of you know yeah 
lot of people don't learn the full skill. They, if they just shapers nowadays, they'll take it to a glass shop yeah. where there's just guys just laminate boards 24-7 every day. That's all they do. Yeah. You know, it's become productionized, you know. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's not just... It hasn't sort of, you know, I'm not saying a lot of guys still do it, but it's just by doing it, all of it, you understand the whole process and how it all sort of sticks together. So the finished product is, you know, that's it. It's, you know, you're trying to get, reach perfection. So, you, you, you know, that's what you're looking for. So you can control that. You know? Yeah. And it's really important, I think, and it's helped me throughout the years because I can go back in my memory bank or whatever and I can go, hmm, no, that didn't, yeah, that, this, we used to use those materials, you know. Mm. And well, I tell you what, that stuff, I'm sure we can still get that, you know. You know, the, if you might have noticed nowadays, certainly a lot of these um, EPS boards, they're like glow-in-the-dark boards. Mm. They go yellow after a while, yeah. all right? Mm. It's only an optical brightener. It's nothing new. We were down the other factory, Wave Graffiti, so it would have been like, yeah, 80, 86, no, no, no eight, probably about 89, because Baron Stander was over here then. So I remember, Africa, yeah. the, the cross yeah. that on his... And Roger Cooper, Roger Cooper said, I just happened to see him, he said, oh, Johnny, you, you want to try some of this in your resin? Optical brightener. Mm. Then, and I chucked it in, my board was like, whoa! No way. And then it just went yellow within about three months. But, you know, because I chucked too much in. But that's, mm. you know, people think, seem to think that we're using, you know, all new materials. We're not. You know, materials that we use generally, is all, it's all, you know, post-war. And, and no one has really well, yet found... It's all from the aerospace. Like to it all. Well, it's not, because I've always said this. We've probably got the best materials for making surfboards, just like... We've mm. got the best materials to make in houses. The mm. best materials for tyres. Yeah. I suppose so many surfboards, so many houses, so many tyres have been made that yeah. progress right. is fast in those. And also, let's not forget, you know, surfboard technology. You know, it, yeah. it, a lot of it comes from boats, doesn't it? And yeah, a lot of things, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. It, Wait, was part of your thing foam? Is that like... Uh, that was... Was that from most, boat building or is it... No, it's, a lot of it was developed from the aerospace industry. Right. Oh, Fiberglass and... Uh, polyurethane foam right. because you know fills an fill yeah, yeah or things like that yeah the I, aerospace okay. industry is the biggest you know and of course now we've gone down the carbon route but yeah you know I'm not saying you mm. know everything works you know your front door will serve yeah, still, but still fiberglass and polyurethane with a balsa stringer down the middle. Yeah, well, not, but it's, it's a mixture of wood nowadays, you know, you can get different greens. And that's the yeah. difference, you know. It's, again, it's a chemical mix. You can never, rep, you can never reproduce a board exactly the same as the, the, last, as the last one. Last Impossible. Because yeah. you're still hand-finishing it and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so, um, yeah, it's interesting. Really. Yeah, it is. Beautiful. It's really interesting. So then you moved on from just going back there from uh, your days at Crab Island. Yeah. And then you moved into, like, wasn't with it swiftly? So what happened then? So wave graffiti then. So basically yeah. we kind of went, you know, because things were, you know, it was just like we got to, we got to make, you know. We what always... a name for a surfboard company, by the way. Anyway, you know, we, we say graffiti, it so much, yeah. we don't actually stop and think what that means. Yeah. And that was Craig's, wave graffiti. Yeah, that was Craig's name, actually, you know. So, yeah. so we kind of went adopted that because he said we'll just use that because it's already there people know the logo you know yeah yeah right so basically so what happened was we were crab island and moved to the old ice house in the docks and then yeah things kind of weren't working out so 
right, okay, let's start up something. So it was like, right, start wave graffiti, yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. And we opened up a unit up in the Aztec Business Centre in Forest Park. That's right, I can remember that. The, yeah. the shop, wasn't it? There was a shop. No, that no, that we had no, that was afterwards that was. Oh, was it? Oh yeah. right. So this is the up this is the industrial estate up in Forest Farm. Right. Yes. We were only there a year or so and then we moved down here. Okay. So obviously, you know, time was going on and we were yeah, I mean obviously we were making posts for Carwin and people like that at the time and I was gonna say you must have like yeah. worked with some real characters from <laughs> behind the scenes yeah. like Steve well Steve England was having boards off us there. That's right he was Rob Small. Yeah, yeah. Small. You know, it's funny, you know, we, we sort of reached out and, and you know, Richard Carter, who mm. sadly has got some um, uh, Parkinson's disease, isn't he? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Sad that is, yeah. Um, mm. But he's okay at the moment, he's doing good. Um, mm. Yeah, Richard Carter, because we, you know, we, we did quite a bit of work selling boards North Devon. Mm. Yes. So there was a, an Aussie shaper there called John Hall who was actually, he was the Gordon Smith uh, GNS. for GNS mm. way back when. Very cool brand that was. It was, like a yeah. super cool brand. They got yeah. a GNS board in the corner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. So it's kind of, um, yeah, you know, the, all these characters that you meet. I mean, I met some characters, you know, some right nutcases, you know. <laughs> and you just kind of go, you know, and a couple of these guys, a lot of these guys aren't even alive today, in, um, you know. In Carwin's heyday, are you like working on him and sort of R&D, talking, you know, shape, is, is it, was he a shape of feedback loop kind of guy? Well, Craig used to do most of his boards back then, so that was kind of where it was at, you know, and then... Um, and isn't that what, isn't that movie Carwin did with... All Down the Line, was it? Isn't the scene yeah. there where he's surfing a little dreamy little right-hand-looking point in Oz? Yeah. That must be Aladella then. Yeah. With uh, Danny Wills, Danny Wills. Jake Spooner, that must be the bone. And Tom Cal. That must be the boneyard. Then that right hand point at the end of. Yeah, I don't know exactly Dalla where Dalla, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's definitely. But you can see the yeah. connection because he'd yeah. be over there doing. Yeah. Working on his boards. So wow. yeah, so yeah, so that that's what happened there, and then, obviously, then we met other shapers. Other people would come over. Baron Stander who was from uh, Durban, South Africa. Mm. Yeah. Sadly, he's passed away. Uh, Craig's passed away as well. He passed away really? quite a few years ago now. Yeah, yeah, cancer, unfortunately, you know. Mm. But, uh, yeah, he actually, back in the day when it was the top 30, you know, when it was sort of like, you know, early days of the Pro, Tour. Pro Tour. The ASP. He actually um, designed a board game. You know, of going on tour. Wow. <laughs> yeah. How cool would that be? I would have been all over that. Yeah. I remember him showing it to me and we all go, well, that's pretty out there, you know. Yeah. But, you know, and it never transpired. But his wife still lives in, well, go and see Liz. She's there in Ragland when you go there. Oh, really? Mm. Yes. Oh, wow. And his son is Luke, who surfs quite well. I think he's, he's, he shapes now and, and has sort of taken over. They've got Ragland Surf Shop. I've seen that, yeah. yeah. And that could probably be one of my first ports yeah. of call when I yeah. go over, yeah, for sure. Yeah, say hello to for me, yeah. yeah. Will do. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, so there you go. Cool. It's, it's funny how it all ties in, you know. It's like, oh, well, I'll be welcome. That's yeah. my interraglan point now. That's, you're in. <laughs> no, sorry, I'll yeah. start at the very bottom <laughs> yeah. and work my way up. I know the score. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, um, and that's really sort of, you know, we, we were, these people would come in and, yeah, we've had some, you know, yeah, there were some you know crazy times. We'd be back and forth to Cornwall and doing all sorts of things, you know, mm. like you do. But you know, that's that's what it was back then. It, and it seemed 
the guys that were kind of into the it was which was kind of a bit like you see some of the older guys that I kind of knew you know as the likes of Paul Henry and people like this they quite you know the characters are almost eccentrics mm. you know you know Carmen to a point was, was bordering on that eccentricity yeah. you know and that's what surfing the guys who were surfing yeah. were those people you know and you, you guys were making boards for Simon Tucker as well weren't you Tucker, yeah, proud, yeah. and you know, even Vaughny as old as he is now. What, how old is he? He's not that old, is he? Well, he's, he's old enough. He's not that old. <laughs> he's, he's not, not that he's old. the same age as me. He's not that old. So yeah, we were doing. Uh, I'm trying to think back in the days. Yeah, but yes, I know that. Yeah, there was uh, Simon. Yeah, of course, Simon. Yeah, quite a few boards. Yeah. I think I, I, with Simon, I think you had you had a Crab Island though, was it? That's what you had. No, no. I so I, I started off with uh, crabs to start with. Yeah, <laughs> crabs. I didn't. <laughs> right, I had crabs. Right. Okay. <laughs> Johnny's moving his chair. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a crab island. Yeah. <laughs> but no, then um, I think I uh, what what did it for me for for when I for, I think I remember seeing Simon in a quite an iconic shot. There was Grishka there. That, yeah. um, Darren Potter. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Simon Tucker standing at Marinicho in uh, Fort Aventura. Right. Yeah. And yeah. they're standing there, and I can remember seeing that shot, and then I can remember seeing Simon pulling into a barrel at the bubble, just you know, yeah, doing the V yeah. sign. And I just thought, and yeah. I had it on my wall. Yeah. And I was like, one day I'm going <laughs> to have a wave graffiti, and I, I think I did have a wave graffiti, but then yeah. a little bit further down the line, yeah. then I had yeah, had them yeah. off you, which yeah. was which was amazing, which is a really yeah. cool thing. Can, can I ask about that artwork <coughs> in, the, in the wave graffiti days? Because it was pretty iconic, iconic. All the all the leery <coughs> colour clashes and. It was, quite, it was quite kind right. of mambo, wasn't it? In yeah. Sort of so we had a style. I used to do. Uh, I did a lot of the artwork in, the, in at one stage. Yeah. But we did uh, have a guy, Russell Scotty, who's sadly passed away as well, who used to work for uh, Rip Curl down. He was the, doing the artwork for Rip Curl down in France, Hosga, and uh, he did work for Morris Cole and stuff like that. He was he was really oh, yeah. artistic, Russell was. Yeah, because because Rip Curl and Maurice Cole board, there was a connection between those boards, wasn't yeah. there? I think for a while. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. you know, there's, a wee, there's some uh, that wave graffiti up there. That's that's my handiwork. Is it? Yes. And it was funny because uh, I I'd, I'd come up with some mad things, you know. And Steve England would, <coughs> I you know, Steve would go, yeah, I'll have a spray. <laughs> Obviously, I you know just sort of get into the zone and. Uh, There'd be something fluorescent and mad and everything, and he's going, I can't write that. I said, What's the matter? It's amazing. You know? Just get your web gloves on and get on with it. <laughs> and that's the thing, I, I, that's actually the one thing I remember about the wave graffiti boards was it actually the lariness, but yeah. like it suited the time. Like, yes, just the age of the web gloves and the bug and, pro yeah, tour. And, and it was amazing. I remember. Mike um, Slam Lambreezy. And, yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, like so Paul Lovell had a. I remember Paul Lovell. He had a Lovell, yeah, yellow yeah, board, like fluorescent yellow. Fluorescent, yeah. yeah, and his quiver was just yeah. like you, you knew it was. Paul and, and his yeah. way of graffiti. But it was, and, and that is it, you know, and it's with surfboards, it's kind of like it's, it's a revolving door. Yeah. Right? And that's what it is. And it's all about not guessing, but kind of feeling what's coming next. And nine times out of ten, it's something that we've done, mm. you know, ten years ago. You know, and it's really sort of anticipating that, or, oh, I'll bring that back in again. Uh, yeah. you know? And it's all of a sudden people go, oh, it's fresh. Mm. Like the yeah. twins, the twinnies and the twins. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all Fishes. that, and yeah. all that, Fish, yeah. you, know, you know, Flames was another one. I oh, yeah, Wave Graffiti did a mean set oh, of flames okay. coming in, from burning in from the rails, yeah. And that was the one that Simon had. Yeah, yeah. that was Simon's. That was Simon's yeah. one, yeah. I had, um, 
I surfed with someone this morning, and when I said I was coming up here, um, I forget who it was now. It was, it was busy in the water. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, whoever it was told me that they, I remember just after producer Dodd stops recording, I remember who that person was. So sorry, whoever you are. <laughs> <It's all right. laughs> um, that they'd found a Paul Lovell wave graffiti, yellow wow. wave graffiti this week in wow. their garage that wow. they'd bought off him. And they'd thought about taking it for a surf. And they'd said like they were just, it was, it was from that kind of heyday when yeah. like Slater, the heyday of the seven inch nose rocker, three inch tail rocker, 17 inch wide, yeah. when surfboards were absolute potato chips. The like, worst, the, honestly, and I'll, I'll say this now, I mean, think, you know, what we've seen over the last 10 years is basically, you know, the, as I say, that revolving yeah. door where the mid lengths or the eggy shapes have come back in and, yeah. you know, it all works and everybody, or oh, the shorter, fatter boards, whatever, which is a bit like that, you know, Crab Island. Yeah. It's 20 and a half inches wide, you know, mm. and it's got volume in it, blah, 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 you know. But we will never see those. I mean, Slater has got a lot to answer for. <laughs> well, he was That's the only person who could surf the money, so it was well, his yeah. advantage, you know, get everyone else to try and copy him, but he's the only guy who can And the them. funny thing was, as you guys are probably fully, fully aware, is that you weren't a surfer unless you were riding one of those boards. Yeah. Because we all followed what the pro surfers are riding. If, they, if you weren't riding what they were riding, yeah. forget about it. You know, and, that, and it was just like so backwards, you know. And, but I, that was that yeah. was the thing. There was there was the people like us who, mm. I guess, really were your main customers back yeah. then. Because yeah. now, because surfing is more yeah, mainstream, yeah, of course, yeah. you you really have to cater for those guys. Yeah. So I'm assuming like you'd be shaping more full volume boards now yeah. than you would be more yeah. performance surfboards. Oh, definitely. And but you know there is still. I mean, you know. Obviously, the likes of say, you know, Alice and I was, you know, full yeah. performance board. Mm. You know, there are still people having performance boards. Yeah. But they're slightly different, you know. Yeah. They've got more volume in them. They yeah. are different. We've realized that volume is our friend and we need it. And it, it, if it's if it's shaped right, or, you know, that volume yeah. is disreputed, dis, 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 I can't even say it. So I've been drinking, you see. <laughs> <laughs> Distributed right throughout the yeah. board, and it's and it's balanced, you know, and it's all got to connect with the rocker line rails, blah yeah. blah blah. It's it's the full package. It becomes, you know, that's what you need. It's it's your friend. You don't, yeah. you know, yes, thin boards, and you will know. Mm. On the wave, they're amazing because you are so close to the the energy. You can feel every little thing, yeah. and, and it'll re react. So you know. Yeah, acutely, you know mm. what I mean? But as an all-round, you know, it, an, an unversatile board is what they are. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you need that. And I think people have learned that. And especially in yes. the South Wales yeah. coast. Oh, you know, it can be, as you know, it, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's, you know, the height of, or the yeah. size of waves don't mean that it's powerful. It doesn't, you know, it can be good, you know, it can be shit. It, you know, it's average. It's, it's just... All over the place, really. Mm. You know, we don't have consistent power because when you see boards that come from, you know, say from South Africa, you know, Oz, depending where it comes from in Oz, but you know, and, and America is slightly different. But certainly, South African boards, and I, I say certainly, you know, most yeah. of Oz, they're all, it's it's all different. They're all geared up for power. you know power and in the pocket surfing. Yeah, but. A lot of guys, you know, and I'll say, you know, the guys that are surfing in the pocket are probably, you know, five, ten percent, maybe. Mm. 
The mm. rest of you know are average surfers. You Cruising know. on the face. You know, yeah. yeah, calves. You know, surfing really well, but mm. the guys are really hacking. What they call hacking and attacking. You know, there's only a small percentage. Yeah. You know, so there's, you know, the the demand for those boards is kind of is um, and you see that because they they're trying to make those boards go in everything, but yeah. they don't because the way they adjust things, it makes them they don't surf properly in the when the waves are good. Is yeah. the other change that I find fascinating in surfboard shapes nowadays? That uh, a bit like the four minute mile where like no one thought it could be done and then mm. once someone done it, everyone's mm. done it. Mm. People now paddle in to big, mm. big pits on mm. like six threes. Yeah. They? And it's like that, that idea that, well, I know, you, you know, Ryan's has just been loading up a couple of seven O's for, you know, your, your, yeah. uh, your flight. But like, you know, you love a really nice long like early entry weight board mm. for big waves but they are not so much the done no well now, they write they? shorter boards you know pipe and stuff like that you see that you know um obviously there is there's things that we've learned about how to get uh, yeah. yeah about you know the, how the dynamics of the board works yeah. nowadays obviously rocker lines fin placements right. volume plan shape everything We've got our knowledge yeah. now. You can refine things, you yeah. know, and that's what we didn't have years ago because, yeah. you know, f fortunately with the computer, you know, if you if you're lucky enough, you, you're able to, you know, to have a CNC machine. You can adjust things now that to do it by hand would be so hard, and it would be sort of too hit and miss. So the things that you can do now is 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 amazing, you know. I mean mm. that that's where, but that's only from what we've learned over the years. Because everybody would look at a board and go, well, as long as it's got a nice plan shape, that's all right, it's that's great. It, yeah. mm. And that's only part of the equation, you know. Working through your yeah. your journey, you know, and the companies that you worked for, with from mm. where then in the timeline do we we come from the wave graffiti? How does wave graffiti so wave become JP? Right, like, how so do you end up working for yourself? So wave graffiti kind of. Um, yeah, we had a big shop in Swansea, as Ryan will probably remember. Um, and after that, it, that was 96, we basically finished that and right. we sort of went separate ways. Um, so that's you and Chris Bynum? And, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And someone else who came in on the, on the shop. And yeah. Um, yeah, it all went separate ways. We sort okay. of disagreements, perhaps. Yeah. Well, not really, just separate ways. It's just well, one of those things. It's one of those things. Things come to an end, don't they? Yeah. And so basically sitting in my house one day going... You know, after loads of stress, because if anybody's, you know, had a business that's gone pop or whatever, or we've had to close, you know. And what year is this? This is 96. This so is. Tom is about 10 or something. Yeah, oh, got, yeah, like, yeah. Kids to really yeah, look yeah. Out for all there. that, and I'm just going, I'm in the garden, choking oh. up some rays, pretty much had a nervous breakdown, you know, with all yeah. the crap that was going on. Um, going, I got to work. I got, you know, can't be just sitting here, I got to work. Because mm. getting the dough was impossible, or virtually nothing, because you were self-employed as such. Yeah. You know, all that sort of... Anyway, so it was like, right, I just sort of... Boom, sort of sat up, bolt up, right, and I right, i got to get a job. Right, what can I do? Blah, blah, blah. Make some phone calls. Phone call. Phone Nigel Simmons. Down in uh, Cornwall. Ocean Magic. Ocean Magic. Nigel, uh, anybody, you know, looking for somebody to work? And he goes, oh, as it happens, he said... I got 30 boards that need sanding. Do you want to come down and, you know, can you... Yeah. Yep, no worries. So, and Because uh, you, you can do it Volvo, all. Volvo. Oh, yeah, I the, remember the that. The brown yeah. Volvo. Yeah. Off I went. The mambo wagon, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brilliant car, that was. Uh, off I went, down there. 
slept in that for a week and sanded 30 boards. Yeah. And wow. kind of, and there was people then, obviously, I, I knew, obviously, the boys down in St. Agnes and stuff like that. And uh, I... What was this, like, was this around Chops and... Yeah, but I, it was not Steve England, uh, Gareth Kent, yeah. and people like that. I kind of hooked up with those guys because of Steve, Steve England, really, yeah. you know, yeah. Rob Smalls. Was Rob Smalls the same, I guess, was he? Yeah. Mm, yeah, but mm. he was, at that time, he was up in London, I think. He was sort of right, on okay. his sort of acting. The modelling. Yeah, and all whatever he was doing. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, basically, I hooked up, you know, sort of, you know, these friends of those guys. And then um, Gareth Kent just said, which is Robin Kent. Yeah father um said uh and Do dominique was a sister and she was a ripper as that's well, yeah. that's gareth's sister that would have been oh, okay, yeah right, so yeah. yeah so yeah and then it's james you know little jim jim hell of a barrel rider. hell of a barrel you know. i did a trip with him to fort and that yeah. was my uh the first time that i actually saw like some of the best barrels i've ever seen ridden well, was by him he sent me some photos he was right i did him a seven foot which you know is massive for jim because yeah, he's yeah. Only like uh five mm. foot nothing uh Surfing uh, La Grundy Nias. Mm, solid eight. Solid eight, maybe bigger. He's, he charges. Unbelievable. He really charges. Yeah, fair dudes, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's kind of, you know, my connection there. And I kind of, you know, so I basically what happened was I ended up working for chops down there and, you know, sort of still started living down there. And um, people started asking me, Oh, can you make me a board? Blah blah blah. And then I ended up doing some uh, uh Darren um Daz from Surfworks, mm. um Darren Pryor, whose uncle was Freedom Surfboards. What's his name? In Jersey. Yeah. No, 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 come on, you should know. Jersey, Freedom, yeah. I know, I know the Freedom Surfboards, oh God, he was famous uh, back in the day. Oh, um... God, my brain's gone. <laughs> my brain's gone. <laughs> my brain is gone. I'm Ryan trying to think of his name. Good friends with Herbie as well. Yes. Yes. Ah, good God. Anyway, so, yeah, so he friends was... Herbie. I'm just trying to think. No, it's, it, he Not was... one of the Dubanos. No, I wasn't the Tabanos. No, I wasn't the Tabanos. Um, That's what I thought it was. Steve. I'm thinking of Steve Harewood. Steve Harewood. I was thinking of Nick Tabano. Steve Harewood. Yes. Steve yes. Harewood. So he was. He was a. Yeah, his uncle was Steve Harewood. Yeah. Anyway, so I ended up. Um, he wanted me to come and do some shapes and work there. Blah blah blah. And as you know, time has gone on. Obviously, shaping boards, bringing boards back here. Guys are loving them. Blah blah blah. Then obviously, you know, connections in and and around. Russell Winter started to come and have boards off me when he was on the CT. Then there was Jamie Owen and Grishka, you know, Beardy, mm. you know, all the sort of like the local, you know, top guys. But yeah, Russell was, you know, was really, you know, obviously one of the top, top guys. You talk about all about. these guys, like, are they, um, who do you most like enjoy working with because I know like some guys will just come to you and just say can I have a board yeah. and you, you kind of generally know yeah. what they want who gets really involved you know who did get back in those days what was Russell like uh, he was yeah he was really quite he was quite good actually um, and um, you know he, he was he, he'd question a few things well why you know and he'd want to know why I'd done something mm. right so it was and 
because he has got a unique style. You know what I mean? He has. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. kind of got a he's got a wide stance. Mm. You know. Mm. Believe it or not, if you watch him surfing, he's got a wide stance and he's not that tall. You know? no. There's a lot. There's a lot of lift. But he's got He's got a wide stance, but he's also got that super aggression. You know, he's mm. got loads of power. He's so, so explosive. Isn't so it? it's quite mm. a, you know, a specialist board is what he kind of needs. But obviously, we're going back these hand shaping days, so it was like you know, mm. it was hard to get. But yeah, he had quite a few boards, and he, well, he did really well on it. You know, I think third know. in a. Brazil, in, yeah. in the Brazil CT. I think that board that he, the, the, his favourite is in the British Museum, in fact. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, as far as you know, yeah. Wow. So that was good, yeah, he did, and he did, he came second and third in quite a few contests down in France at the time, you know. Yeah. Mm. I mean, well, you talk of, like, famous people riding your boards, but they got one up on the wall there, which... Ah! believed that one was shaped for... Well, no, it was... For that, Tom Curran. Well, no, not well, really. He, he rode, he that, rode one. that one. He yeah, did ride yeah. that one. So that was shaped... So that if you look at that, there's a, there's a logo on the back. That was shaped down in Surfworks. Oh, was so it? Right, when yeah. I was in the UK. So basically, that's, you know... How tall is that? Because it looks tiny. Five seven, it is. And that's when he was sort of... That, in his, not ex, he's always experimental, that, isn't he? Yeah. That, that, that is, is the board right there that um, Spud, Matt, Stephen and... Myself, we were we were we were yakking away about that board. <laughs> I think I think either doing the sort of semi-final or the final of the of the, of the men's at the British on the webcast because Spud <laughs> came in for you know for one for one heat. Is it, are you sure not mixed up with the Punani? No, no, because oh. that's what Johnny James had. Oh, I remember, remember that yes, one. Yes, if if that is the board that if that there is the board that with Glaston fins that Jem Evans had in his van for about three months. It was, oh, oh no, three, three years. years. <laughs> 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 three months. I wish. I nearly didn't get it back. He was that, on the naughty list for payment, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that list. Yeah. <laughs> that list. It's not called the naughty. It's not the naughty list. list. Jem, you're still on it, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So that. That board there now. If you, if you you know if you on YouTube you can yeah. see us right now and, and I'm sure Camerank is good, you can yeah. get a look at it. Um, that was the board then that we were saying we Spud had ridden. Yeah. In an event and we think it was a British Cup at Fresh or a Welsh. It could well have been. And yeah, he'd done a proper well you know yeah. speaking of Curran he'd done a yeah. proper Curran you know when yeah. Curran famously belittled well, Matt Hoy on a twenty you know and Spud well, had gone I, out on a twenty. You know and that, I'll just quickly reflect on that because that's when things started changing in board shapes. What that heat against Hoyer and Hossiger. Yeah because you know because after that he went to, that's when there was pictures of him in, in Barrow Kingdom in, yeah, yeah. and all that right yeah the but fireball fish he changed that's when things changed because basically you know as you know that thing he, he was like 10 minutes late and he kind of paddled up the up the beach and everybody goes and go what's he right I think yeah, the exact yeah. quote from whoever was commentating was ooh la la but you know and and they beat Matt Hoy and, and beat Matt Hoy and everybody went he's riding the fish yeah yeah, yeah. oh Oh, so we can ride those boards. Yeah. You know, from where it was, where it was like, you had to be riding, you know, that's, you know. It's ridiculous. For me, Tom Curran, yeah, it's like, you know, but for me, you know, and it was obviously Larry Bertelman, if you want to go back, you know, yeah. the heroes of mine, you know, and people like that, you know, buttons, buttons and things like yeah. that. It's that low, thin feet apart. One foot is only about half a foot from the nose. Yeah, you know, but Curran for me, yeah. You know, I don't, I'm not saying he's God, but he's just so impressionable. So, you know, he's just like unbelievable. Has got the gift and is such a really, you know, humble, quiet, you know, from I've met him, you know, you brought him around to the factory, if you remember. And it I was didn't. like, 
you know, this guy, he's not, yeah, because, you know, we've all met those guys, you know, they've got, mm. you know, blah, 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 and you just go, oh, really, you know? And, um, but he's such a humble guy. And as, you know, well, the story, if you, do you want me to tell the story? Yeah. Well, you know. Absolutely. That's what we you have no for. choice of not telling that story. <laughs> so the story was, as, as it happened, was I get a phone call from Jem or Rhino, I think it might have been. Hi, John, yeah. Oh, yeah, we, uh, we're coming down to uh, Swansea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just wanted to call up the factory. I said, yeah, yeah, you know where it is. Yeah, it's up on my mate's farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's an old chicken shed. All oh, right, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Is he, yeah, you find it, yeah. Oh, we're bringing someone with us. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Curran. I was like, Ooh. Uh, right, yeah, let's tidy it up. <laughs> what, you know, and uh, next, so obviously they turned up, and I'm like, you know, almost there like he is, gobsmacked. You know what I mean? And then on, the, I think on the wall, and he's uh, tiny. There was, the, you know, there has been a number of photos, but there's there's a five star, and it says on it, five star pick of Tom Curran doing a bottom turn at backdoor pipeline where his fingertips I mean it's like I don't know eight I know, solid eight I ten know foot. the picture with the yellow board yeah and he is just like he's just like he's not he's not like wide eyed and no. like scared he's just like yeah it's cruising I'm just and it's just perfect it's perfect there it is like it's one of the, the great yeah. greatest surfing oh, photos you know of I, all time and he it's just amazing. So and then oh right, so the story goes, he, he's walking around and he's going like, oh, yeah, nice boards, man. And he's all like really quiet. I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think uh there was yourself or Jem says, Oh John, can um, is it right if Tom borrows a board? What? He wants to bot you know? Yeah. No chance. <laughs> <laughs> uh yes. Which one do you want? You know? <laughs> and he kinda of went, Oh, can I uh, is it okay if I use take that? Like, yeah, sure. So, what way are we going to surfing? Where's the waves? I said, Oh, well, you know, there's a, there's a wave at the shore break and everything, you know. So, down in Langland. So, right, okay, let's go down. So, right, okay, get down there. And it was quite funny because, like, obviously, the word had got out. And Tom Curran's around, you know, and he might be surfing in Langland. You know, it's funny, even though. Did we have mobile phones then? Yeah. yeah just, just the just beginning. About, yeah. Just about. So, the word was out. 2004. Yeah. No, 2002. It was, uh, it was, it was two, two th it was uh, the se September of 2002, it was. So, yeah. There we are. So anyway, so, uh, <laughs> so get on the beach and like the local boys are in, you know, some of the ones you know, you know, Timmy Page, Diller, Simon and all his brother, you know, and they're all there, you know, giving it all and you could tell them because they'd obviously somebody, oh, Tom Curran's here, you know. Yeah. And I remember Tom standing up by the huts there and just sort of standing watching. And it was what, I don't know. Head high, perhaps. Was it wasn't it? very pretty, I can remember no. that. It was the weather. And it was, was it was like yeah. a shore break, which is pretty shit anyway, you know. Yeah. It's what it is. Um it's a shore break. So uh he just literally Tom Curran just like Mr. Cash, you know, just walks down and he just kinda looks at it and goes, Yeah. And you know, the funny thing is you watch him, you know, he's just like everything he does is really casual. But it has a meaning, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When he puts the board in the water, he's just like it's almost like things are in slow motion. Mm. But it's all like real time. Mm. Out he goes. He just sits there. Like that. Not even, you know, just like unassuming. Oh, funny enough, a wave just happens to come in just in the right spot. And he literally just takes off. Down, bottom, turn. Bear in mind, he's never ridden this ball. All the way. Straight, straight away, he's, he's looked at it and gone, I know how to ride that. Straight down, bottom, turn. 
up off the top big spray back down like that big re-entry i got goosebumps and i was like <laughs> wow and you can see every, so everyone kind of looking but not looking as if to say mm, you know he is that good oh yeah. you know what i mean it's yeah, like yeah. you're in my local spot but it's quite funny you know because they didn't, I don't know if they, nobody really came up to him and sort of said, oh, wow, you're Tom Curran, did they? I don't think they did. I think he kept it really under the radar. Yeah. But the interesting thing about that, I think after that trip, like this mm. board didn't come home no. to, to you. But I think no. one of the things which happened was that that stayed with Jen, but Tom actually stayed with Jen for quite a bit of time after that. Right, yeah. okay. And I wonder whether, I know Jen probably would have ridden it, but I yeah. think Tom probably took a bit of a shine to the board. Probably. Yeah, I think yeah. he wrote it more, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and that's wrote amazing. it when he was down in France. Yeah, that's amazing. We, we have stayed we have in actually, France. Uh, yeah. We've quizzed Jem Evans on this matter, and uh, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I can't, I can't think off the top of my head which uh, which episode it is, dear listener. But uh, you know, you wind back through our back catalogue, find Jem Evans on Tom Curran. That whole story is told yeah, again, yeah, afresh by Jem. But yeah, no, it's so yeah for me, and I think there's a. In fact, I was doing boards with Jace Robinson um, around that time as well, and um, I think it's in one of the Carb magazines because I know they went on a Norway trip. Ripkill. Yeah. When he went back to Ripkill after, after the realm. The realm. Uh, yeah. And he's there was a, there was pictures of him, you know, in the mag, him riding one of um, Chase's boards. Right. Which was again, you know, I mean, for me, that's just like amazing. Yeah. But it's almost the same as when Nathan was with, when he was sponsored by Rusty. Chris Ward. Yeah, he was uh, in Hawaii, obviously then in the Rusty house in Hawaii when Nathan was. God, Nathan would have been what twenties, early twenties. Yeah. Um, I shaped him a seven foot gun. And I think Wardy at the time was sponsored by Rusty as well. And he kept borrowing Wardy's seventh. Oh, and, inf and I said to Tom, I think, I, we were chatting about this the other day. I said, uh, I, uh, the magazine, but it could have been, been Trans World Surf. And basically what it was, it was like, it was a mag, it, the magazine was showing that all these, there was like a number of possible cover shots. Yeah. And that almost made the cover shot. Didn't quite, but it was in there, full page, yeah. of him riding the seven zero at Pipeline. So yeah, yeah. And there was a there was a picture as well of uh, of Wardo, although I think this was in one of the British mags. Um, you know, like standing on mm. the on the shoreline at Pipeline, mm. wet with mm, that that's same right, yeah, that's right, arm, yeah, you know? that is true, yeah. Um, well, it's like you know, I mean, you know, Llewellyn Whitaker, the South African boys, you know, yeah. Ruben Pierce, you know, I got shots of him. Silzy, yeah, Silzy surfing boards at Pipe, you know. Yeah. So, but I, I'm going to come back. I'm going to know, ask you a, a, a very sort of like game show style question, uh, <laughs> very much along those lines. Uh, in a little bit, actually. Yeah. Well, okay. no, don't go right. I've given that far too much of a, of a sort of yeah. All right. Of, okay. a, of a what? You know, what do you call it? Of a, <coughs> yeah. I've bigged that up too much now. Just. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know that that growth of JP Surf was mm. then because it's kind of it, it went, is yeah. through those. Yeah. The two thousands that it grows it, and becomes. It grew really quickly, and uh, you know. Uh, but it was kind of like, all I was doing was just taking in information yeah, yeah. and trying to sort of understand. And obviously, you know, mm. it's about, you look at other boards, you know, you'd see other boards and go, mm. why and what, and try and, I was basically working out all that time, which is, I was doing previously to that, but to really sort of hone in mm. and go, why are they, why, you know, how do they, why can't, you know, the boards have got to be, we need to check, you know, I need to check everything. So it was like, yeah. I was, you know, and obviously it was still hand shaping. This was before CNCs, yeah, you know. Yeah. Mm. So it was measuring everything. 
I was really, you know, and I focused. What I was, I was kind of doing. I was plan shape, yeah, but I was sort of focusing really on rocker lines, and and you know that was really important. And at the same time, fin positions to me that that was like the engine. Mm. You you had to get if you haven't got you know you can have a lovely looking car if you've got a shit engine and you ain't going anywhere. Mm. Mm. So it was like that's what I was focusing on then was really honing my my rockers so when somebody said they wanted a board for indo or someone would board for why i go right i know what rocker to put in here because and all these things that are so and you know that is so you know so important so, mm. surfers like russ and and nate would have been wanting boards specifically for, for performance waves. waves you know yeah. these guys were going around the world you know yeah so they weren't just they weren't surfing just cornwall and yeah. you know, wales they were going all around the world yeah it's then that's when you know i say a lot of south african guys would come to me yeah and things like that. But all the time I was just taking in that, you know, that knowledge of trying to and work out what was How much doing what. of that kind of growth of, of JP Surfboards, you know, and, and your kind of, um, your operation hmm. was also um, synchronised with the with the, the decision to, to get a shaping machine? Well, that sort of, yeah, that came later. It was the fact is what I ended up doing was... Um, you know, shape machines were starting to show their presence. Mm. And, um, yeah, this was the first, uh, Matt Barrow, who you fully yeah. well you know is, um, he opened up a factory called Factory 52. Is that in Bodmin, was it? Yeah, in Bodmin. Yeah. Yeah, and they had loads of labels under one roof. Yeah. Yeah, like lots of foreign ones. And yeah, and, and like yeah, that. exactly. And, and, pre and obviously, previous to that, Pukas had already had one. Mm. You know, but the, the first shaping machine in the world really was Michel Barland. It's Barland Surfboards, France. Oh really? Yeah. Mm. So that's that's going back years. He had a he had a shaping machine then and I think he also helped to develop the KKL machine in the States. Right. Wow. Okay. So it goes back so yeah, this so going back to, you know, that's where I so it was like you know, I gotta step into the future. If mm. I want to you know, consistency is what, as a shape, as a shape of a simple manufacturer, you want consistency. Mm. And I could see the consistency that was, you know, mm. which was coming in. It was all about, you know, when this is the start of the models and the things like this, but you could just go, and I was just going, wow, yeah, that, this is the way forward. Was that like a real mind-blowing moment? For it you? was because I, I had to embrace it because you just couldn't physically, you wouldn't be able to physically keep up with, you know, and mm. you couldn't have the consistency yeah. in shaping. yeah. Um, so that was yeah, that was a turning point, and and what, obviously what does the machine do then? Is it is it so so basically so what roughly what they do right? So they do the, the three things. So they'll do your rocker line, right? They'll do your plan shape, and they'll do your foiling, right? The newer machines nowadays will also put your rails on. They'll also put in concaves, okay, and even some of them will put in channels. Really. Oof. So it's it's developed over the. What years. is it? Is it like a pair of trestles and then like a kind of a? Does it work no, like one of those <coughs> car wash things? You know where it, re where it reads by laser. Yeah, or? it's X Y Z. So it's a three axis machine. Yeah. Okay. So um, mine's just runs on it. You know, mine's like a like a framework where it runs up and down the frame. So and so the and surfboard it, it as it the goes. surfboard is is on a bed, and it it's basically got a a router machine with a special cutting tool on it and it goes up and down. And do you have to turn the surfboard over? And then it, yeah, I turn it over. So some of them are totally different. I remember going to the States and it was in Huntington Beach and it was in, um, oh, what the hell's the guy's name? I can't think of his name. 
And like he had one of describing was he? Yeah, uh, I can't. Hands of the beach shaper? No, I wasn't sure. He was just like a finishing shop. He was. Oh right, okay. I did have his cards, and I don't even think. But he had this machine. It was like, I think it was the KKL. So it had a big arm, like you know, like a big sort of you know, yeah, JCB arm with a cutting thing on the end, and they had two beds, one either side, and it would just you put the blanks on there. And you just come out, that wow. side, come across, do that one, oh. flip them over, boom, boom, boom. Sounds amazing, amazing yeah. So, that, you know, yeah. to see that, so that was good. But the one I've got um, was developed with Eric Ayakawa and um, a guy from Brazil uh, um, who developed it. Him and this Brazilian guy developed it. Rusty had one. It's probably about... I think a lot of the American guys had this machine, and then of course the, at the same time, Nev Hyman was developing the APS three thousand. So, and that was a different type of machine. My machine, I can take it apart, mm. all bits, and it's it's really easy. Whereas, and then handy that you're a mechanic. Yeah, the APS three thousand is a bit of a thing. You get this on tracks; it's all in one big lump, you know. A lot more, and the, the board actually. I said, so yeah, it does. No, it, you know, you turn it again. You have to do it physically. Turn it over on the bed. But it's got a different cutting head, and and basically the board stays still. Mm. But then you've got this big track that goes up and down. And this, it's yeah, it's a bit of a thing, you know. Um, but they're all different, you know. But mine, I see, I always liken it to like, look, you get a good chippy, good carpenter, he could build you a house with a handsaw, right? Mm. It'll take him a while. Yeah, but he'll get it. Right? <laughs> but what you'll find is some of his cuts are not going to be quite right. Okay. A shaping machine is exactly the same. It's it's like a carpenter now. Yeah. He's got a chop saw. Mm. <laughs> My angles are right. Boom, boom. I'm doing it twice as fast. Mm. That's a CNC machine. Yeah. Uh. But it's a good. What's good about it, and what people, you know, what I, and it's great that you need to know. I think you need. To, you don't have to, but knowing hand shapes and coming through all the different types of boards and bottoms and stuff like that, you've got that knowledge and you go to the, into, into, your, into your software and you can start playing around with this and go, oh, so it, I, can have an, I can be shaping something and I'm going, oh, I got an idea. I can whip upstairs, cut it out, right, yeah. Wow. So, and, and it, so what, I can't do that physically I probably have to make a template and mess yeah, about. Yeah. Then I got to get the right blank, the right rocket line that's already kind of you know set in that blank. And if I can adjust it a bit, all those things. But still like hand shaping. I still like doing because that was your craft the whole thing the because it, yeah. you see this thing evolve in front of you, right? As you, you're going through the mm. going through the motions, it's like it's you're creating this thing and it's like it's there. Yeah, and that's lovely. It's it's a it's a satisfying feeling, and to do that, and you know, I will say sometimes you can st it can still be that magic board. It doesn't you know because I've made a mistake or I've had to iron out something or change something. You know, it's but that is the the creativity of it is lovely. But then it's nice to have the machine because it, it can just I can instantly do something. So it's like it's a good mix. And I just going off a bit here, like the just you've 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 got the shape of machines and you've you've handcrafted. Mm. How do, you, do inside when you mm. see somebody absolutely ripping on your board? Does do, like is it like is, that must be quite magical, isn't it? 
Yeah, it is. And it's the buzz. Yeah. For me, it's the buzz, right? The buzz is, and, it, and I've always said this to everybody, it doesn't matter whether you're pro, intermediate, beginner, whatever. Yeah. When somebody goes, John, that board's, that's amazing, that board is. Mm. And I'm just going, that's the buzz. Yeah. It's not about anything else. Mm. It's yeah, just yeah. What, what I've, cause, because all I'm concerned is about is making them the right board. Mm. Mm. And the worst thing is, is when, say, somebody like, Russell Winter, or, you know, Jay Quinn, or whoever, you know, Llewellyn Whitaker, Nathan, that's the best board. Uh, that's the best board I've ever had. Well, that, that's <laughs> shit for me, because now I'm going, where do I go now? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. uh -oh. oh, I better make a shit one then. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's, that's actually one of the worst things. And, and I, you know, it's like Alice now, and it's just like, I always tell guys, you know, just look. If you're not happy with something, just tell me. Yeah. It's mm. not. It's not a. It's not an insult. You're not insulting me. You know. It's like it's it's you complimenting me because I. If you don't tell me what you're feeling. I guess you're always learning. You're yeah. always evolving. You don't. Yes. You don't want to stay still. Anyway, no, do you? you can't stay still. No. And it's you know so it it's it's now and I'm constantly mixing things up. So you know I'm right now I'm kind of picking up stuff from what I was doing. 15 years ago, 20 years ago, I'm going, I'm going to add a bit of that. Mm. And like I say to people, it's a cake mix. That's all it, that's the analogy, it's mm. a cake mix. Mm. You add a bit of this, a bit of that, it's not too wet, it's not too dry, and it's not too sweet. Mm. That's it. That's what it's all about. But you add, you know, put too much icing on, and it's, it's doing like that. <laughs> but, you know, and obviously, you know, the toe boards and stuff I was doing for, you know, Tom Lowe and yeah. Fergal and all that. I mean, that was a great relationship with those boys. I remember that. Absolutely I mean, great relationship, you know. And it's been amazing. And this is you've got quite a reputation for for shaping mm. top-notch, bigger boards. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And it's nice because, you know, you shape those guns and you just look at them and go, whoa. Yeah. You know. That's kind of, you know, I suppose that's what you saw years ago. You know, it was like, because it was Hawaii, wasn't it? Yeah, That's yeah. where you saw surfing. It was like, you'd see those guns and go... It's a, pi it's a piece of battlecraft. It is. Yeah. And, you know, you just look at that and go... Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no. Something. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, Something yeah. wicked this way comes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, yeah, the Irish boys, uh, yeah, been great as well, working with those guys. Yeah, yeah. Fergal was, you know, gentleman, really, yeah. And, again, he was really good with the feedback. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, mm. yeah. I've been, I've been lucky. Yeah, I've been lucky to have, you know, to be asked to make these boards for them. You know, it wasn't mm. me asking them. You know, it was. And you brought the me. goods. You, you certainly yeah. brought the goods because yeah. those guys. Yeah. You know, you've seen the pictures. You've yeah. seen the videos. It's like, that's yeah. John's boards. Yeah. That's mm. amazing. So, what about yourself, then, John? Are you surfing much yourself now? Bits and pieces. Not enough. Not enough. Well, like, right like the most of us. Like most yeah. of us. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to. Try, yeah. Trying to slow down a bit and trying a bit more TLC. Yeah. Yeah, obviously longer boards now, you know, as it is. Yeah, you shape know. your own boards for yourself, obviously. Obviously, yes. Do you ever ride anybody else's? No, but I actually... <laughs> and the funny thing is, I actually thought about it. Um, well, and, you know, obviously I'm just going to say, I was, I'm going to always Christmas time. Yeah. I see my daughter, and I was like, ah, right, yeah. Well, yeah, just go there and buy a board, isn't it? Yeah. You know, why not? Why not, you know, just, yeah, saves all the hassle of carrying it. Yeah. And then I was actually thinking... They're expensive over there, aren't yeah. <laughs> And not only that... Who are you I'll playing be, with? Uh, Quantum does. Ah, you'll get a board with it. Yeah, I know. And, yeah. But I thought, I know what I'm going to be doing. 
I'll be going, oh, no, I don't know. Uh, you know you're going to be hypercritical. I'll just be like, <laughs> and, you know, just the extra time and hassle. I thought, why don't I just take a board and I leave it there? You know, then... And that is a good idea. I got, every time I go, there's a board there. An excuse Hello. to go back. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at, really, surfing-wise. Yeah, trying to get in as much. You know, I just I find it more difficult through the winters, you know. Crowds, really, I do sort of, oh, yeah, I, I struggle with crowds like some of us do, but it's just one of those things. You get down the beach and go, oh, God, really? Is it, does it have to be like this, you know? Yeah. Mm. Whereas back in when I started, it was like you knew everybody who surfed. You go down the beach and go, oh, why is that there? There's no one here. Why is that? Am I in the wrong place? Yeah. Mm. And you'd wait for somebody to turn up mm. and go, Are you, yeah, oh, yeah, right, okay. Whereas now, it's like, Oh, there's somebody in there already, you know, it's just like, it's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, trying to do, trying to do a bit more trial, yeah, a bit more, a bit more trial, a bit more surfing. Yeah, that's what's got to be done. Enjoy it a bit, you know. Yeah, why not? But what about uh, any, the trips, you must have done a million trips over the years, any which really stand out to you as like some... <laughs> Like you don't have to mention the bad bits or tell. Or go on, tell us about the bad bits. Oh no, we've had some good bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had some funny bits. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, uh, I don't know. Morocco has been a good one. We went. In fact, I went down with Timmy Page and Wayne Davenport hmm. and Lewis and Tom, my two boys. Oh, that was you know, it was quite funny, really. Yeah, we obviously ended up with the you know, with the the shits as you do. How was you doing Morocco? As yeah. you do in Morocco. Yeah. But yeah, it was funny. Good waves. Really good ways. Um, Timmy was on form, like he is. Mm. And, uh, but I always remember we were coming back and, you know, we were driving up to the airport and there was these guys thumbing, you know, on the side of the road. And it was, the, it was actually the staff on the aeroplane were thumbing a lift. And we're going, really? Hang on, these yeah, Together it was like the yeah, airport. they were like the you know the the pilot, the, the, <laughs> not the pilot. Well, I don't know if he was the pilot, he probably yeah. was, or the second pilot. They standing on the road, thumbing, you know, well, trying to get left. Because their airline company's not looking after them. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but oh. yeah, it was quite bizarre. It was a good journey though. Yeah, we just yeah. When well, you're placing yeah, your your heart, you know, and your life had, in their hands, then yeah, yeah, we've had some good trips. You know, obviously yeah. Portugal, the states. You yeah. know, I remember going to the states with Nathan. You know, that was brilliant. You know. Yeah, we had some good times then, you know. It's just, yeah, all over the place, you know. Years ago, I surfed. Fucking, I surfed. When back in the seventies, we surfed. I surfed Stockton Avenue. Uh, oh, Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz, inside out, right hand barrel, yeah. And I was member of a party. Oh, you're privileged because nowadays there's a hell of a local yeah. crew on that. Yeah. I know we were, and I just remember turning up there, and it was kind of like, okay, so it's sunny. That's a gnarly wave. Yeah, the water's colder there, right? You yeah, know? yeah. And I'm thinking, it was kind of, you know, September, but it should be all right. Yeah. Oh, everybody's got like gloves and boots on. Mm. I'm thinking, geez, all right, you know, so. I had a steamer, you know, the steamers were out then, so I had a steamer and I was like, I better put my boots and gloves on then, you know. I was like boiling. I couldn't believe it because obviously you used to, you know, knowing how cold waters can be, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, this is nothing, you know. Yeah. Um, but I remember being in, the, we, we stayed in the car park that night in the van and I kind of woke up in the middle of the night going, Somebody's, what the hell? Somebody's rocking the van. What's, what's going on? The van was going up and down like this. And what was happening was a, an earthquake. No way. And I was like, 
<laughs> is there going to be a time on the roof? You know what I mean? I was like yeah. just sitting up going, well, we're right on the, you know. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah. Hairy moment. Yeah, yeah. And wow. surfed Vancouver Island way back when as well. And that was, uh, yeah, that was kind of special because we had to walk down through the forest yeah. to this uh, Sombrio Beach, it was called. And uh, the guys, so a couple of guys said, oh, if you go in there, just be careful. He said, there's bears. You know, and we're like, oh, yeah, you know. Salmon season. Well, yeah, just, yeah, but bears with cubs, obviously, you know. Oh, yeah, it, wow. it was a good sort of half-hour walk through the forest, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was a little bit eerie. And then the next thing, when we were actually surfing, there was a mate of mine who was there and I sort of hooked up with. You know, nobody surfed there. I actually met the South African... Uh, he, was, he was the national champion, Anthony Broadwich. This is going back, and he, I just literally, yeah, he just been the South African champion, and he was in Vancouver University, and just come over to Vancouver Island to so oh, wow. I met him there, yeah, which is unbelievable. But yeah, yeah, and then it was like we're in the water, and I'm going, what's that about there? There's something moving. No, yeah. Killer whale was on. Killer whale. Yeah. Oh, was it? Just yeah. loads of them. Wow. Which is not, you know, you don't have to. You say, ah, oh, man, you don't have to worry about them. You know, it's all right. It's cool. I was like, mm, yeah, yeah you sure. <laughs> You know, we're looking pretty seal-like, yeah. you know. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, trips over the years, you know, obviously. Barbados, Maldives. Well, Barbados, last time I was in Barbados, I met, just a couple of years ago. Standing on the beach, we were, uh, couldn't just surf Super Bowl. Uh, and it was, uh, contest on, it was, you know, like a W, uh, one of the WQSs were there. So we surf in Pal, this is an exit, right? So we're standing on the beach and I seen this guy walking down with a yellow sub, he did, a small sub. And he walked past and I was like, mm, I kind of know that guy, old guy. Paddles out. And he just, you know, just boom, he's gone. Comes back in, uh, the guy, my mate I was with, uh, Jim, he met him because he subs and he'd, he'd met this guy on a previous on a, on a contest one of the world contests you know and he's chatting away and I'm just going I know him and he because I heard Jim say oh hi Ian how are you doing and I'm going that's Ian Cairns Ian Cairns yeah. no way the, the, and he literally the godfather of pro so, surfing yeah so, so he's kind of yeah. he's kind of which is really this is really cool right and so I'm thinking oh, this is my opportunity you know? yeah so he's kind of, um, <laughs> he's standing there chatting, and I'm going, oh, hi, yes, John, you know, blah, blah. And I said, uh, I said, uh, you're Ian Kens. And he went, yeah, I said, you were uh, ex-world champion. And when I said that, right, his eyes just went. No way. Because somebody, right. No way yeah. he recognised them. Yeah. yeah he's, uh... So it was like, it was brilliant. But yeah. six weeks before, he'd, he'd, he'd had stents put in his heart. Oh wow! Because yeah. that... he lives in the states, and he, I think he's he coaches the sub guys a lot. Yeah. But yeah, he's from WA. Uh, right. Yeah, he was he was the kind of yeah the 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 key villain in the yeah. the busting down the door. You know, it was, oh, yeah. it was yeah. Yeah, rabbit yeah. him, and you know That's he was right, the yeah. one that they pretty much Kanga Kens. Wasn't it? The Hawaiians yeah. were like, yeah, Ian Kanga you're going home. Oh. <laughs> it was like rabbit. We we don't mind you, but him. So yeah, yeah so you know, you meet, you know, you just meet these yeah. characters, eh? but it was amazing, yeah, you know. 
we, surf trips, you know, just brilliant. We're going to come to my... Uh, yeah, surf no, trips, I had a surf trip with Carwin in Barbados. That yeah. was another one. But that was an interesting one. <laughs> <laughs> so he was on the mend, wasn't he? After his accident. After his accident. Yeah. So, yeah, so off we go. Uh, yeah, it, we were the there. knee injury he had. Yeah, from so we were there for a month. And it was, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it, it was funny. He wasn't surfing, he couldn't surf. Oh, right, okay. He was still, you know, rehabilitating and all that sort of stuff. But what he did do, right, which is really quite funny because someone we all know, Turbo, yes. Simon Blower. Yes. I heard that we were there. Because the, the plan was, we, the reason we were going there to make surfboards, mm. which kind of, there was something, it didn't really develop because whatever. Um, but Turbo heard that, heard that we were there. So on a jolly. So he's like, <laughs> so that's over, a very good impression, by the so, way. <laughs> over he comes, right? And uh, this is really funny. So over he comes, and you know, he's just off the ball, isn't he? You know, yeah. But he, he likes makes friends with everybody yeah, and things yeah. like this. So but what he did do, Carwin got basically to um, get um, Blower to bring over, he had it on the big reels, the film of, um, what was that um, film that he was in with? Uh, all Down the Line. Rolling Thunder with Robbie Page. No, well, yeah, is it All Down the Line, the one where he's with, um, what's his name? Danny Wills, is it? No, yeah, it could have been, and... Tom Carroll, yeah. Ross Jones. Ross, Ross Clark Jones, yeah, that one. Yeah, it's all down the line, yeah. So he, he brought that out. Did he? And to show the locals. So, and basically, they hired the big, um, the church hall. Hmm. They used the church hall down by Parlours, down by Super Bowl, right? And show had a film Great that. movie. Wow, it is a good movie. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, that, you know, that was brilliant. Ross Clark Jones is the guy, he's in a car yeah, with, that's it, yeah. and they got the boards and yeah, the girls and the sunglasses. Yeah. They've got that, the, 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 yeah. the top down. The top down, yeah. yeah. And they're going to dance in. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the one. And so, so you did that, it was brilliant, you know. Oh mm. yeah, we had some fun. And a turbo had long hair. And of course, he, you know, you know you'd get the people walking up and down the beach, you know, trying to sell you, say, hey man, I'm going to sell you something, you know, you know, and all this. There's another bit, this is really funny with Carol, I'll, I'll do this bit first. So anyway, he goes, uh, <laughs> next thing, Turbo's like disappeared and he comes back and we're just going, oh my God, so he's had all his hair braided. <laughs> So I don't know if you remember, there was a film back in the 1980s <coughs> called Ten with Bo Derek. Bo Derek in the So nude. we called him Blow Derek. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So, but yeah, there was another, there was a, obviously I'm fair skinned, right? So we're, this is another thing that happened when we were there. So we're all sitting there, we're trying to, you know, blend in. So we're up at this place called the, you know, we've just been sort of, just cruising, whatever. Small wave on the, that was on by Gibbs. We were this is where we were living, which is on the west coast, not the east coast. And there was this place called the Office. You know, it was sort of, basically there's just like sort of like this inside the palm tree, in you know the, the coconut trees. There was this place where all like the cool dudes hang out. <laughs> so we're trying to be cool, you know. And and of course the guys on the jet skis, there, you know, they just begin the jet skis. This guy's like, wham, wham, and he comes up, you know, it's just up the beach, like, boom, and he just gets off, and he's like, you know, ripped, you know, blacked, yeah, you know, know what I mean? Yeah. And he comes over and he goes, hey, guys, what can I do for you, my pink elephants? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going, what? And then the, 
And this, this is like, and of course, you know, Carwin, everybody, they were just floored, and everybody, so, yes. Yeah. So smooth. So, oh, yeah. I love it. But he, he did give me a compliment. He said I surfed, he, we were surfing Brandon Bay, and he said, I came out and he said, oh, yeah, you surf a bit like, um, oh, God, what was his name, bloody hell? Uh, Excalibur Surfboards. Uh, Deerhurst. Ted Deerhurst. Deerhurst. Yeah. Wow. Lord Ted. So I was like, ooh, I, I love that one. Very good. Yes, like Deerhurst. That's fun. Yeah. Lord Ted. Can show us these later. Yeah, those boards on the roof there. Yeah. right. We got that's History. a Taj Burrow surfboard. That's a Taj Burrow surfboard. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's Maurice, Maurice Cole when he had the yeah. little teddy bears, isn't it? Yeah. And then so then of course that's the current yeah. one, and then this one in the middle here with that's the wave a, on it. Yeah, that's that, a gun. How yeah. big is that one? Seven foot. That is. Yeah. And this one here is uh, a Jack Johnson. Is it Jeff Johnson? Jeff yeah. Johnson. Sorry, and, Sean and Briley. Sean, oh, Sean Briley. That's Sean Briley's. That is. Was that would that have been ridden at pipe? Possibly, he was a big guy. Wasn't he? He's a big. He's he bigger than me. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a big guy. Huge, huge guy. Yeah, and, yeah. and went right at y, uh, right. Went left at YMA as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not did he? No, I think he's still around. Oh, Sean he's still been nuts, did he? I think he got back into it he, briefly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what he does. I don't know what he's doing like today. Um, it wasn't that long ago. I was trying to find out a few of those. I can't remember why. I was doing something about. That era, and we were looking at mm. a few of them: Johnny Boy, Sean Brady, oh, Liam McNamara. Yeah, you know, yeah, I think they're yeah. still, yeah. you know, Johnny these guys Boy are still Jones, around. Man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was. Uh, yeah. yeah. He was the boss at Pipe, basically, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. I remember he, he, it was always the thing in the mag. He surfed Toda Santos, you know, the big wave yeah. thing. He he wouldn't uh, wear a uh, wetsuit. How did you come by a Sean Brady surfboard uh, in this country? Like I that? got it off, believe it or not, Pog. Oh yeah, Simon, Simon Probert. Probert. Simon Probert. Uh, how he got it, I don't know. Wow. But you know, an I'm investigation. Quite I'm, I'm that quite is, happy to look after it. An yeah. investigation <laughs> that is to be continued yes. by press. So yeah, yeah. I've had yeah. that for quite and, a few years. But that brings me nicely in to this little sort of like quiz show style. Yeah. But I've, I've really talked this up now. Right? Okay. Yeah. I was just gonna say, good, like, please. right. You're only allowed to choose one now, right? You know, so you're talking about like you know those boys out there in uh, in Ireland, or you're yeah. talking about Pipe or Silsia yeah. Pipe or Wardo. Or whatever. What, to your knowledge, is the sort of the sickest situation you have ever seen a JP surfboard in? Whose feet is it under? Like, what wave is it on? The the time you've most thought, like, the thing I made is by there in that piece Good of water. Good question. Like, Good question, Tom. That is Good a question because there's a, there's a, there's a few. Yeah. That's that's right. We only give you like one. Number. Go on, give us a short list. Though, right. It? Well, I'm gonna have to say it, and. Oh, I don't know. Oh my God! Oh, I, because there's various. I'm gonna say Fergal. Fergal. Yeah. At yeah. Mulletmore. I think so. Yeah. But yeah. there's 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 other ones. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. That are just equal. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Good answer. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's 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 that's just, you know, it's loads. I should say that sickest situation one has Nate been in. Nate won't be liking that. <laughs> <laughs> sickest situation one has been in yet. You know? Because there's still. 
Well, yes. There are boards still. Oh, to be yeah, made, yeah, no, that's, yeah, we got, yeah. So, Nath, you know, you've got right to reply, see if you can yes. get out there now. Yeah. Alice, Alice, your big wave career on. is coming. It's yes. coming, now's your chance. I mean, the ladies you know, are back at Chopu and Pipe, Alice. Really, the Olympics, Alice. I'm really pleased. I've done boards for, tow boards for uh, Glyn Evans and uh, Toby Cunningham. Right. Yeah. And um, Toby won the big wave awards back in 2000. The XXL. Yeah, in 2000. Um, that was, were they together, him and Glyn? Or something. Was yeah, they were they, partners. And Glyn towed him, I think. No, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. and I've done boards. They've got boards of mine down mm. there, so. I mean, that to me is amazing. Yeah. Love to it. To watch it. I've been there and watched it. Hang on. Really? Oof. It actually looks, when it's offshore and clean and the sun's out, you go, I can give her a go. <laughs> <laughs> give me a jet ski. And you, you kind of go, oh, that's doable. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I don't think my legs would hold up. They'd be gelling. No. It'd just be like, you know. I like stood on the, uh, the, the shore break at Nazare. Oh, and yeah. even uh, standing at the north shore, shore it's break. It's unbelievable, like, isn't it? No way. It's unbelievable. It is huge, you yeah. just go, really? Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. I turned up there, the first night I turned up there, I was watching it, and oh, some guys surfing down there. And it was probably... It wasn't because I didn't go down to the beach, but for looking down, I would have said it was probably six to eight foot, you know, eight, mm. you know, these on the inside, but coming in and on the shore. And I was watching, and, you know, obviously, but no one caught waves. Really? And, uh, and I thought, hmm. That's why. The yeah. water's just like. Yeah, there's a lot of water. Oh, water about. Around. Mm. You just go, mm. You know, but yeah, yeah, it's like, that's bone crushing stuff. Yeah, that's a different league. Mm. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> Love it. Well, you've said plenty, and it's, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, guys, uh, John. So, thanks. I just I just got to thank you for your time. It's been yeah. it's been wonderful, and thanks for your hospitality tonight. Oh, too, no, brilliant, in, guys. Uh, I mean, it's great. I mean, there's place. there's so much. I you know, I mean, there's things flashing in my head now. You know, of stuff and that you know, and people I've worked with and stuff. But it's just, yeah, I've been fortunate. I have been fortunate. I well, and and, and you know, yeah. Wales, Welsh surfing, and British surfing, and, and world surfing. Has been fortunate to have you, oh, and uh, and you. you know, there's thank a lot that there are yeah, chapters thanks. still to be written, aren't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still ongoing. So uh, yeah, I haven't finished up yet. <laughs> Mind <laughs> you, I get up every morning and go, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that's before tonight's curry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, brilliant. Mm. Uh, I couldn't, uh, yeah, finish and to be with obviously Rhino disappearing. Yeah, well, we to be here now, that's been amazing. We're going to say, uh, say a few words for him now because I think Good. Uh, it's... Uh, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we're going on our winter break after this, so uh, as nice. in the podcast. Yeah, so, it's um, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, we winter break. Or, uh, as long as producer Dodd's paternity leave is going moderately smoothly, though, I think there is going to be a Christmas episode. So I think well, I, we'll finish recording now and pick yeah. your brains about a Christmas surf session. Uh, yeah. So get thinking. Um, in which I'm sure you will be hearing the voice of the Rhines again. Uh, but for us... Here is that big moment. Um, he's off to the airport soon. And what an adventure. <laughs> what, what, what day is it, Ryan's you going? Yeah, what day? It's a week today. A, a week, week tomorrow, tomorrow, sorry. A week tomorrow. Yeah. Fly to LA. Brief, brief stop there. Then to Fiji. Brief stop in Fiji. And then to Auckland. And all organised. All ready to go. All, all ready packed. to go. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, and then... Uh, <laughs> There's, uh, no, 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 one should see, no one's ready. You should no see the, the island in his kitchen earlier. Oh, my goodness <laughs> me. 
The one thing, the one thing is certainly ready and is coming uh, and is going to go in the container is the seven six that you shaped oh, yeah. me. Uh, I'm really looking forward to using that when it oh, gets. Oh, that'd be good at Rand. It'll going to be that's point. Yeah, because oh, you shaped me that just before COVID that's because right. I was going to go to Bali to surf at Impossible. That's right. Yeah, and of course it's similar waves. Yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, it never. I haven't been back to Bali since before COVID, so. No, it was a perfect opportunity to use it again and maybe even get over to Impossibles as well. So, yeah. um, yes, it's a big step. It's a big adventure and I'm looking forward to it. And uh, I've got two months off coming up. Um, going to take nice. a little motorhome. Yes. Go around the South Island to have a look around there. And I'm actually going to live at Raglan. So, um, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So oh, you actually, that's where you're setting up. We're not there at, where yeah. we go at the very beginning, but yeah. uh, the kids are going to go to school there. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it's, oh, it's the dream. It's just amazing, isn't it? Oh, that, that's, I'm, I'm so, yeah. That's I'm going to miss everybody here in Wales from Swansea, from Lantwit. Yeah. From Newport, yeah, all course, you boys yeah. have been brilliant, and uh, but uh, yeah, it's just time to spread. Well, it's a good opportunity a for us to come and visit you. Isn't well, that's, that's true. Right, Christ, right, yeah, it? true. We're on it, and you know, he's, you know, maybe we could then, you know, he'll just go, oh yeah, this is, you know, you know he'll be obviously king of the point then. He's, he's, he's been he's been trying to auction off his spot in the point in Portugal, <laughs> and uh, there's been a bit of debate. I've, yeah, I was who's who's Gregor in claims his son Luca is going to have it. Apparently. Oh, is he? Well, yeah, he? no, I was I was speaking to um, you know Matt and Emma the Longboat. Yes, Matt, yeah, yes. And he's like, oh, he's Rhino, you know, right there. He's always in there. And it's like, you, know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I let him have his ways. You know, because <laughs> I, I I could steal him really because I'm on a longer board. So oh, John and, wow. and I'm like, yeah, I. Now yeah. it's all I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of going, no, yeah, no, but Matt. no, you wouldn't. You couldn't. Uh, no, that's one place I will miss. And uh, But, um, yeah, it's, it's uh, sad times, but uh, exciting. It's exciting. And times. also, thank you for having me on Crest. Because, hey, it's uh, been a pleasure, Ryan. The, the time that I've been here, I've loved doing every episode, meeting all yeah. the different guests, uh, people like yourself, John. Thanks, People like Buzzy Kerbox, uh, Gus wow. Ruddle was another one that sticks in my mind, which oh, was yeah, fantastic. Been, yeah. I really yeah, I need to listen to these things. Brad Gerlach. Brad Gerlach oh, was really? another one. Jenny the, Jones. I love the, the, wow. We've got a little outtake somewhere from the Brad Gerlach. <laughs> Gerlach comes off air. He's like, right, see you later, boys. You know, and he goes yeah. off air. And we like, we count out, we read our outro and all that, like, and then we stop it. And, it, and, and we've got the recording somewhere. There's like a little puff, me and Rhino, we're like, we kind of look at each other and we're like, Rhino goes to me, what do you think of that? And we both just go, <laughs> we just, we just so too mind blowing, you know, like we just yeah, had like amazing. two hours of Gerlach telling us, uh, uh, he, uh, you know, he was an amazing surfer. Yeah. 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 But the other thought I had just, just quickly, as I'm going to Raglan, perhaps here's an opportunity for me to hook up with a guy at the Raglan Surf oh, Report. Right, yeah. And perhaps we could do a collab with Raglan Surf Report and Crest, and Crest yeah. as well. Well, hey, get, go and find them. And, How cool uh, would that yeah, be? Yeah, it'd be amazing, That'd wouldn't be it? Cool. And who are those guys that do the piss take out of like... Yeah, that's them. That's, that's them. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're funny, they're so good, they? Oh, they're ordering a custom board one. Was <laughs> amazing, that was. Yeah, yeah. they're really funny, aren't they? <laughs> well, yeah. Just, you know, ask for a 6-2... What? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we're um, we're hoping that, that Ryan's will uh, catch up with some of the Welsh uh, and yeah. British diaspora out there because I think Swinnow's out there. There's there's Big yeah. Bird, Phil Reese, and Laura yeah. and and, and yeah. Chloe uh, and Chloe's the same age as your kids, isn't she? So you're yes, gonna, right. Yes, you're going to catch up. Tim Diamonds there. Oh, is he? Yeah. Lee Ryan's out there. Lee so Ryan, um, yeah. yeah, there's a, there's quite a bit of a crew. If you, say, if you see Jay Quinn, 
Which yeah. is yeah. further, yeah, just say hello to him for me. I will mm. do. Because, mm. of course, we're uh, at the In Our Out show now. We are going to be throwing a bit of Maori in alongside the Welsh now, Rhines, because mm. uh, Rhino's been learning his Maori. He's, uh, he's been oh. getting ready. So over to you, Rhines. Thank you very much, Tom, indeed. Anyway, John, John I just want to say, very, uh, thank you. obviously, thank you for coming on here. Oh, brilliant. Uh, to see us and speak with us about all your amazing stories on Crest. But I also would like to say thank you for supporting me oh. throughout my like surfing career, yeah. if you can call it a career, and support me with your yeah, boards because they were, yeah. uh, and I obviously still yeah. ride them to this day. Yeah. So for that, I'm oh, For me, it's, it's a pleasure, you know, Good. and that's, that's, you know, that's what I'm here for. Cool. You know? And of course, can we also say a big thank you to you, the listener. We're always keen to hear what you've thought of our shows, and this can be done as ever by either emailing us at castcrest at gmail.com or via our Twitter or Instagram pages. Crest is available through Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple and YouTube. And if you like what you hear, then please subscribe and review. As Tom said, we're off for the winter now um, and I'm off, well, as you've just heard. But not before wishing you all a good winter and a very Merry Christmas and more. Yeah, okay, so so I'll do the Welsh bit, Ryan's, and then you're going to throw in the Kiwi, all right? JB, you can say good, you can say very well, sorry. Here we go, I'm going to go, see you in the new year, guys. Gwelach chi yn blwydd yn newydd, and hoel fawr rhino. Tenakoto katoa. Yeah. <laughs> Tiny. <laughs> see you guys.